Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Saddest Night Out, or rather, one of today's episodes of Saddest Night Out. There are three episodes going up today, all with performers from last night's open mic at the King's Head in Bayswater. By the way, for those who are new to this podcast, my name is Roy, and I am the host of this daily podcast, which is primarily about music and creative culture in London. So, the first of today's episodes is with Seven Seers, also known as Theo. He is a fairly new addition to the roster of performers at our open mic nights, and he has a really interesting, nostalgic sound to his music, so I wanted to find out more about it. He was kind enough to come a little early to the Friday night open mic, and he was the first person that I spoke to. So this is Theo introducing us into his world of music. I'll catch up with you a little bit more afterwards, but enjoy. It's Friday, it's 7 o'clock, which can only mean one thing. We are in the King's Head by Bayswater Station. The night hasn't begun yet. I'm here with one of our performers tonight, one of the more recent additions to the UK open mic roster. Could you kindly introduce yourself to the audience? Hi, I'm Seven Sears. So, when did you take the name Seven Sears? Well, um, I started using it since, I think, last year. So it's a fairly recent... Were you writing your own music before you had the name? Yeah, I've been writing my my, my own music since I, I was like 15 and stuff. Okay. But most of my songs were ending up reco- uh, ended up recorded by other artists or, or bands. Wow. So, so how did that happen? I, I was like a songwriter, mm-hmm. so that's what I thought I was I, I was going to be. But there were some songs that I, that were quite personal to me, and um, I, I couldn't just give them away, you know. So I recorded them myself, and, and I and I started like. Um, crafting my, my performance skills because I was most uh, most of the time I was like in, in, in the studio or in the writing room so I didn't have like experience on, on the stage mm-hmm. or anything like that so, so this is quite new for me wow right so let's go back to the start mm-hmm. you start by writing music yeah as soon as you start writing music are you already thinking this is music for other people or was there a moment when you decided I will write this music, but I don't want to be the one to perform it. Let me let someone else perform it. Tell you what, um, I wasn't really confident in my vocal abilities, mm-hmm. so and I hadn't even had any vocal lessons. I knew I was um, on pitch and stuff, but uh, but I wasn't trained to sing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I thought maybe I can, I can do this as a, as a songwriter because um, I wrote songs that that were sung by females as well. Mm-hmm. So I thought th- this suited me. And at the, at the same time, as when you're a songwriter, you know, you just um, write various genres. So it's kind of kind of confusing to find your, your sound as an artist, you know, because you've got to adapt to other people's styles. Yeah. Wow. So what made you want to start songwriting in the first place? My love for music, I mean, uh, it all started like in, uh, when I was in fourth grade, I think, mm-hmm. when my grandma was a piano teacher. Uh, she she bought me my first keyboard, uh, but you know my hands were like too small to actually reach an octave. <laughs> and I was enrolled in a music school, so I, I started like um, learning how how to play. But then I started composing my own stuff. Not necessarily songwriting was more, more mostly instrumentals, and. So I was composing my own stuff, and I saw that the music school was taking me towards a direction of classical music. Mm-hmm. And somehow, down, somewhere down the road, I, I decided I wanted to do my own thing, so I dropped out. Okay. Well, so you got really committed to 
classical isn't for you, but you felt that drawn to what you wanted. To I make. have huge, huge respect for classical music yeah. because it's the foundation of uh, of today's music. Absolutely. Uh, but it, it wasn't something that I wanted to do. Now, when you think about your music, were there any artists in particular that you listened to that made you think that's the kind of music I want to make? Yeah, there um, there is a band um, from New Jersey in the US called Bleachers. Um, Jack Antonoff? Jack Antonoff, yeah. He's a, he's a, a producer I really look up to. And uh, he's kind of has he kind of has that 80s uh, sound fused with modern pop rhythms and that creates something something modern but nostalgic at the same time and that's the kind of and that's when I realized you know this is the kind of music that, 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 that I want to do that so before you arrived at the music you want to make you've been writing for other people you've been flexing your songwriting muscles yeah exactly but he was that was one of the foundational artists that made you realize this is where I want to make music that's what I'm doing yeah exactly when, when I heard when I heard his, his music and uh, how well he, he was blending like modern pop rhythms with uh, um, with 80s inspired sounds and he was making something something that, that was quite missing from t- from today's pop music you know yeah. wow and the world is changing so I decided you know what uh, because as a songwriter I've been writing lots of genres and I, and I couldn't find my sound I'll do something that, that fuses uh, something something that's missing something that's different and I said I'll go indie <laughs> so you studied music was that here in London? Uh, no, that was uh, that was in Greece, actually. Is that home for you? Then? Yeah, that was uh, I was born there. So when you came to London, were you already seven seers? Um, I had it in the back of my mind, but I was still writing music. So I started. I came to London as a songwriter. Right. So you're still writing for other people. I'm still doing it, but on a less regular basis now, because I'm I'm currently focused on promoting my own, my own music and stuff but I'm still open to like collaborations or writing sessions I actually had a writing session last weekend so oh, okay. so both wheels are very much turning your own music and working with other people yeah exactly so where can people follow your music then so all my I think all my social like seven series music mm-hmm. on YouTube I have like lyric videos from my for my two singles that have already been released seven series music on Instagram where I post like updates and stuff it's my most used social media uh, Twitter, Seven Series Music. What else are, is out there? Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fantastic. Seven Series, thank you very much for your time. You're I hope welcome. you have a great show tonight. Thank you. And that was that. Thank you very much, Theo, for your time. I had no idea that he wrote for and continues to write for and with other artists. And it's quite interesting that he felt such a conviction towards wanting to make his own music that he felt compelled to leave the studies he was doing in order to pursue what he wanted to do. You only have one life, and I really respect anyone who decides to take the leap and bet on themselves, essentially, and pursue what it is they really want to do. So thank you very much, Theo, for your time. And yes, I too am a fan of Jack Antonoff and his music. And I look forward to catching you at another open mic in the near future. And again, you can find them online. I think if you just search for Seven Seers Music, you should find them. But I'll put some links in the, in the blurb for this episode as well. Thank you all for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one. Take care.